0: The Stacks Gaming Squad is happy to interrupt whatever you're doing and welcome you to the first episode of our new show, The Stacks Radio Show. It is Tuesday, June 12, 2018, and E3 Fever is in full swing. We have a lot to be upset about. Without further ado, here's our cast. I'm John, and everyone, please introduce yourselves. I'm Adam.
1: Got Jared on the ones and twos. And Anthony. Let's get
2: right. right to it. Adam, what are you so upset about? Mm, Nintendo's E3 coverage not great. Hi, I mean, all right, let's take a look. 2016, 2016 Nintendo E3. What do we got? We got all in. We are on Breath of the Wild. It was awesome. The whole, uh, the whole, the whole set and everything was all Breath of the Wild stuff, and they did a whole lot of Breath of the Wild coverage. That game was excellent. Go to 2017, it was all wall-to-wall coverage for Super Mario Odyssey. That game was excellent. Last year, 2017, that was the number one, number two. Arguably best games of the year. Some of the top games of the year right there. And they Mm -hmm. they went all in past E3. So come into 2018, what are we going to show? Is it going to be the next game of the year? Is it going to be amazing? Smash Bros., That was literally all they had. They had nothing. They had no new Labo stuff. They had no Animal Crossing. No Metroid 4, which they announced. They announced Metroid 4. Nothing. No new Pokemon news. All they had was Smash Bros. And maybe if you're excited about Xenoblade stuff, and maybe if you're a Mario Party fan... If you were really into into JRPGs, this was 100% your E3 for Nintendo. Besides that, they had nothing.
3: I mean, I we'll say I was expecting, uh, you yeah. know, some Metro Prime news, possibly some Animal Crossing, even though I wasn't really holding out for that, that, that last one. Um, but... I will say that the the good news is that Nintendo still keeps up with its fan base on a regular um, regular schedule. You know, they have their Nintendo directs. So I do feel like they don't put everything into their e three conferences, you know, how how Sony might or how EA and Microsoft might show up and just kind of launch into everything because they know EA is I mean e three is their um is their time of the year to really showcase everything they've got in production for the next year nintendo tends to work on its own schedule
1: yeah i mean i do have to agree with anthony on that I, I just think nintendo has has built itself as this as a sort of mega giant like they don't even go to e3 they 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 feed in a live satellite whereas you have bethesda on stage and whatnot but e- nintendo shoots themselves in i mean with uh they they are kind of laying all their cards down on smash bros this year and so i feel like it was appropriate to have Smash Brothers on there, whereas I just don't think Smash Brothers has the same wide ranging fan base as Breath of the Wild or Mario Odyssey, which is why you know, if for for someone that is a Smash Brothers fan, I thought that was amazing. Everyone coming back, plus new characters, plus Ridley who who's seventeen years in the making. Like that that has me pumped
3: that meme into Smash Bros. character.
1: Yeah, that has me pumped. <laughs> seventeen years in the making. So it's I mean, they gave some nods and bringing everybody back, I think maybe they're trying to promote it more, but I, w- I do agree on the Metroid Prime 4, that I think that was just like a major misstep, like that game was already announced, Smash Brothers was already announced, that was already announced, Uh, they rehashed Pokemon Let's Go, so, and, I mean, they're receiving criticism for that anyway, so rehashing that didn't really do that much, but yeah, I was definitely disappointed with no Metroid Prime 4, because this is... This is that series getting jumped back on to you know from the uh the other m uh, messed up that they made back in the day,
3: and I and I even feel like another teaser would have been okay for Metroid Prime. You know, you dropped that at uh, was it either it was either the last direct or it was at the uh, Game Awards, I can't remember, but either way, you know, you drop that bomb of Metroid Prime Four, you have to at least keep that ship floating through each conference. Any appearance Nintendo makes. You with with something like that you have to have that as just a reminder of hey we're working on this it's coming yeah. and to not see that was a was a bummer but as a uh a smash bros diehard smash bros fan i was very excited to see the deep dive and i really think that that's that's one of the best uh breakdowns and analysis of a game that's only had a teaser trailer before that i've ever seen at at an E3 conference
2: yeah, I mean, I feel like I'm a, I feel like I'm a Smash Bros fan. I like, I like Smash Bros, but like, but man, that was a lot of time. I mean, they, they went through every single final Smash in that in that video, and they really, they really stretched it to run the clock out. Yeah. And um, <laughs> and, and at the end of the day, you know what? Like, they showed nothing new. All they 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 showed they they, they showed past Smash stuff, like stuff from Melee, cool stuff from Brawl. Stuff from the Wii U version, we've se- I've seen all that, you know. Yeah, you mean, know, and footage. so re- the only new things that they announced were were two new characters and like one or two new maps. Like, ah, man, that's. I mean, you're putting your whole, you're putting all your eggs, all your E3 eggs in that basket. It's just, man, it was it was kind of disappointing because it's it, it's if anything, like it's it does not show a whole lot of confidence for Switch owners. For 2018 you know they 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 went they went so strong in 2017 with all that great stuff that they came out with just for 2018 to kind of be to to to, to come off of 2017 with all that momentum coming into 2018 and you're you want to build off of all that momentum and excitement with brand new stuff and just keep keep that steam train rolling
3: I think only we to come into was...
2: e3 falling yeah.
1: flat
3: I think I think kind of expected that though. I think you know it was was safe to expect that this year wasn't going to come in with the same. I mean, how do you do that two years in a row? Like they had one of the best launch years of any console I've seen, and it's kind of like setting yourself up for automatic failure. And so I'm really you know more of just catching up on everything that the Switch has to offer right now, versus expecting 2018 to have just as many big hitters as last year.
2: I think you go all in on the indie stuff. You got to depend on all those third oh, yeah. party right developers in. to really put out some great indie stuff and they they did show some decent indie stuff like I mean, the good news is yeah. They got Fortnite and they got Yeah, they Palestine gave in the Fortnite. And, and um
3: yeah.
2: And and they got Octopath and and those all look like great games, but is that really going to carry the Switch through the rest of the year?
3: Yeah, they know, do.
1: That's... Yeah, they do have a large a pretty large logout, cuz Octopath comes out next month and then from there it's pretty much just until Pokemon Let's Go, which, you know, that game itself is alienating a large portion of Pokemon players to begin with, so, I mean, I don't think that's, like, it's not a system pusher like their 3DS versions were, or the Game Boy versions. The handheld versions were definite system pushers, but I don't, Pokemon Let's Go is not a system pusher. If you don't have a Switch, you have no reason to buy a Switch just for that game.
2: Right, I don't think any of those games were system pushers. Like, I, I I was really thinking that like a set two of Labo stuff would have been a total shoe in
0: Mm-hmm. But I
2: can hear it.
3: That's not the E3 crowd, though, honestly. It, yeah, isn't but
2: it, it? Would, it would have been nice to see. It would have just shown, like, diehard Switch owners, like, hey, we got some stuff coming out.
0: I can hear it. Here's what I mean. Adam, you're saying, when they showed off Breath of the Wild, they're like, wow, this is innovative. This is pushing the Zelda series forward. And when they announced Mario Odyssey, you knew whatever they had in Super Mario was going to push that genre forward, but this year, giant rehash, and the Let's Go announcements are not it. They're not the innovating, innovative thing. So what I'm hearing is you're saying you want Nintendo three to give us something innovative like they're we for doing.
2: I want something. I, I, I want something new and exciting. You know, bringing Solid Snake back, Snake back from from the Brawl days. I, I, I don't see a whole lot of people getting excited about that. Bringing back Pichu. Hey, that's my
3: character though.
2: <laughs> bringing back bringing back Pichu and then and then even admitting they're like, hey, you know, we got Pallet characters. You want Pallet Swath characters? We got it. And we're giving you another one.
1: Who asked for that? No one asked for Daisy. I've been, Daisy.
3: I've been really asking,
2: asking for Dark been Pit. Been you know what? You, some you could have took Dark Pit. You could have easily <laughs> taken Dark Pit and made him a costume change.
3: I'm going to tear the floor up with that.
0: <laughs> all right all right I'm all right all right all right all right tony tony what about this e3 disappointed you
3: um i was gonna say the e3 conference like at first it it gave me like good feelings because i saw you know i saw some games i've been waiting on like dragon quest and kingdom hearts but all in all i don't think it was a very hefty presentation but when i really got down to it the things that just left a bad taste in my mouth after this whole weekend and the last two days. Um, <clears throat> I don't like the fact that they're already running with the new Assassin's Creed. Um, I did. I didn't really get. I into mean, that's the just the. Year. Yeah, but I mean, like they took a two-year break with Origins, and, and it 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 really turned the tide. With you know, it got everybody else reinvigorated in the series. It gave them a new. Um, it just kind of painted them in a new light and showed them with a the new class of their video for their video games and. I guess I thought that they were going to keep that that uh, that template going, so to speak, and instead they're like, "Oh, everybody liked Origins. All right, let's use this engine to hurry up and crank out the next one." And you know, it might be good, but I'm just not. I'm I'm back to not feeling very good about the Path of Assassin's Creed. And then the other one was uh, Skull and Bones, which I was excited for at first because I loved Black Flag, and this was borrowing heavily from that. But then now I'm seeing just a PvP nightmare through Skull and Bones. You know, it just looks like just the ship combat and it, it heavily um, is centered around the competitive, um, you know, the competitive arena. And that's, I, I much preferred, you know, something I could do um, solo and competitive, but competitive being like a secondary option.
2: I definitely wanted to see more of Skull and Bones, you know, because it, it, it looked like, the ship combat from black flag yeah just all of that (laughs) and that's all it was and uh and it looked like a lot of (laughs) pvp stuff which could lead to some to some interesting uh uh, moments but it absolutely could yeah
3: but yeah the ship combat is is fun and it was a great thing about Black Flag, but it was more of all the systems in Black Flag working together. I, I can get off the ship and go jump in the ocean, or I can go to this island and look look around. And I wanted a game that did that without being a full on collectathon that Black Flag was towards the towards the second half of the game. It is very much just go to this point, go to that point, pick up this chest, do that. And I was looking for more something Sea of Thieves-ish, but, um, you know, maybe with more of a segmented direction. Um, obviously, I knew it wasn't going to be Sea of Thieves, but I-, I didn't want the whole game to just be focused on PvP.
2: Yeah, I wanted I wanted to see more meat.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Thinking about that, uh, well... that Sony press conference, um, what's your thoughts on Norman Reedus?
3: Oh, um talking about the death Stranding? Oh I, I I I might buy that right now. <laughs> as soon as dude, end.
2: I dude, I watched that trailer and if they would have if if they would've if if, if if we were in a world where they just showed the death stranding tra- trailer, I would have said, Alright, I'm on board. That looks uh,
3: cool. I'm on board no matter what. They
2: put but the, the two games they put before that Death Stranding trailer, I feel like blew it out the water. That Samurai game looked cool as hell.
3: Oh, yeah. I mean, it was, I think that was the heaviest presentation of the entire week. Um, and I mean, Last of Us and then going into Ghost of Tsushima, Tsushima would, I mean, both of those back to back, I was just like, what? Am I looking at how do games run like this now? Like, where have games come?
2: Yeah, that is, I mean, that is next gen. That uh, that Last of Us trailer, I had to pause it and I rewinded it and I watched it all over again. It, that was that was very impressive.
3: Yeah, for sure. Well, what what did um, Jared? What did what did you not like about the weekend?
1: Uh, so I mean, I think uh i I for one did not really dig the whole bethesda elder scrolls reveal like i i just feel like at this point like that whole universe is being just completely disrespected by bethesda honestly i mean i know fallout has had its issues but i never got into fallout so i can't really speak on that but to have a mobile game coming out i mean you're getting into freemium at this territory like you're you're legendary developers why are you going into freemium and you give us a 36 second clip for the elder scrolls one of my co-workers was hyped up about it and i was just I, I wasn't feeling it like you just fly over this land and throw on the elder scrolls and everybody's supposed to lose their shit and it's not coming until uh in bethesda's words after the near future so 2020 or something like that i, I just feel like that was that was just completely disrespectful so, so you were mainly
3: bothered by the the phone game announcement coming before that
1: well, I'm bothered by the phone game in general. Like, if you have developers yeah. work on the phone game instead that, of Elder Scrolls Six, that's that,
3: that. Did that not feel like the theme going on for every conference? Like, every single conference had that game that was like introduced with a phone game coming out. I f- I feel like I just saw that so many times. Which I mean, it makes sense. It's a it's a huge market that I don't personally benefit or enjoy, benefit from or enjoy, but. There's just always those, those games and always those people that stick to the phone games, and it, I feel like everybody's just trying to f- get their foot in the door there before you know it's too late before that fad's not as strong.
1: Yeah, a money maker. Yeah, it's a huge mm-hmm. money maker, but I, I think my major issue is like, uh, you know, if if they're doing it for the money, then I just feel like their marketing is off. Don't don't show the Elder Scroll Blades at E3. That's not where you should show that. You should. You should add, you should do some YouTube ads where people normally get served, that type of stuff. Like, don't, don't waste my time at E3 with that. People at E3, they want to see the Elder Scroll 6. They want to see 10 minutes of the Elder Scrolls 6. That's what they want to see, which, you know, is a little, that'd be a little generous. But, you know, when you talk about this mobile game, people at E3 don't want 30 seconds of Elder Scrolls 6. They want minutes of Elder Scrolls 6. But uh, At
3: the same time, they're changing their habits there, where... You know, before Bethesda, everything was like under lock and key, and it seems like they're changing a little bit and, and starting to reveal a lot of information that they were unwilling to reveal even a year ago. And now they're telling us that Elder Scrolls. It, it's 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 nice to hear that it's in production. You know, I mean, everybody knows that there's going to be an Elder Scrolls six, but to hear that validation is so comforting. I think, but yeah, I agree. It's, I, I. I don't feel great about it with you know the heavy-handedness of the uh, online and then the way Fallout seventy six is going and then that coming right after a phone game announcement. I, I
2: will agree with you there. Yeah, I think they were overcompensating for the Rage leak. They because I, I think Rage two was going to be their big like a like a big marquee reveal and the fact that it got ruined by uh by Walmart and it was it was it was funny to see him kind of make light of that. And, it was. That was a but, good joke. <laughs> but but I think later on they were like probably when they were planning, at like post that leak they were thinking, okay, let's give them something to get excited about. That you know let's give them something that uh that'll really make a splash. And maybe ba- you know that was rage 2 but now that's not anymore. That got taken away from us. So let's just throw at them like an Elder Scrolls, <laughs> Scrolls clip right now. So we at least now it's controlled and we're not gonna let walmart or target or whoever spoil it three years from now when we're ready to show it
3: that's definitely plausible um anybody okay so i don't know about you guys but i thought rage was really interesting at first and then as the weekend went on i became so much less interested in that game just because i felt like everything else overshadowed it um especially dying light yeah like i Uh, felt like i'd rather play dying light over rage 2 any day
2: yeah uh i was once i saw the uh the 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 doom the doom tease then everything that i i i thought was cool about rage just started to melt away <laughs> yeah
3: that that doom tease did make me want to go and uh and check out i i never actually downloaded the the rehash doom oh
2: that doom it's, is so it's like, good it's
3: like 10 that... bucks right now
2: on god um, that right. doom that doom game is phenomenal
1: yeah.
0: yeah that game is very very good i would i would go back to to jared's point where you say well players may not want to see mobile i it that is this conference really aimed at players anymore or is it aimed at investors and shareholders who say oh this is a studio that's jumping on the mobile market. You know what? I'm interested in that. Max, mm-hmm. I think, know, it's not aimed at
2: players. I think now more than ever, it's aimed at players. I mean, you look at uh, in, in past E3s, it was all journalists. It was all journalists, and it was all uh, a very business-focused event. And since last year, you look at those audiences now, EA and Ubisoft and Bethesda and those and, and all of them, it was it was it was wall to wall nothing but fans that they had invited, just so they can have so so they can have uh, uh, an entire auditorium full of enthusiasm instead of, uh, skeptics. you know, instead of skeptics exactly.
3: Yeah, um, I, I would agree. Uh, I mean, I think it's always going to be about multiple vested interests, but I, I do feel like the genuine i mean they're always going to lay that on thick um you know that whole scripted thing of we do it for you guys and you guys are you know the reason that blah 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 blah, blah success 101 but I, I do feel like um there was a genuine air of appreciation for just especially with not like not only like the indie developers and then developers like um you, you're gonna have to remind me of the french studio for beyond good and evil like people like that who they're thriving on fan support right now and so yeah and yeah and like you know you know they actually appreciate it um just because those types of games like would not have gotten to this level without fan support
2: what'd you think of that ubisoft conference
3: i thought it was interesting um i wasn't as big of a fan of it just because i'm very skeptical about ubisoft's games but um, I thought it was an interesting. I almost the <laughs> Microsoft conference more than. The <laughs>
2: conference. I'm not. I'm not really a, like like I don't play a whole lot of Ubisoft games. You know, I might you know Assassin's Creed, but you know, beyond that, I, I don't know. But man, that conference. They put on a show <laughs> with, <ever. laughs> with the marching band, dancing pandas. Whoa. they had uh, the the dude from Trials who <laughs> crashed mm-hmm. into the podium. Yeah. <laughs> and they were doing the awkward shots of the crowd with like their jaws dropped, and they were just playing like that, like shredded rock music. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: yeah. Which which conference, that announced for a Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven? Oh, that's Bethesda. Mm, Bethesda. Bethesda.
1: Yeah, I think it, I think it looks good. Honestly, that was
3: one that was one of my highlights of the weekend. Yeah, oh, yeah that was. Yeah. I'm so excited for that, just because yeah. I know where it's coming from, and I trust that studio to do something unique, and yeah. that setting is, that setting, it, it's it been explored in a lot of different mediums, but I don't, I can't think of anywhere else I'd get that from in the gaming industry right now. I, I never I get that. sick of it. This
0: year was a lot of samurai games.
3: Yeah, which we need we can- those. <laughs>
0: Yeah, we do, we do. <laughs> but there's been a lot of pirate games too, with sea of thieves and all that. A whole lot of battle royale games.
1: Which? But, about? <laughs> yeah, literally everything is battle royale. I mean, yeah, they're games. doing it in Battlefield. They're doing
3: it in Call of Duty, Black Ops. Like everybody's gonna follow that, follow suit with the battle royale. Yeah.
2: I kind I of expected can't... more battle royale than what I saw. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, more phone okay, well, games than Battle Royale. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, what'd you think of the uh, the Funko Pop Gears? I
3: don't get that fad. I don't think I ever will. I don't think they look good. They're terrifying with their weird beady black eyes. I, I, I just, I don't get it. People collect those things. It's like the Amiibos. I mean, I kind of get the Amiibos more because they have a functionality to them, but yeah, I, don't, I don't understand the Funko Pop.
2: I think that was one of my favorite moments when they just showed the Gears logo. And then everyone cheers, <laughs> and then it turns into Funko Pop people, and it's just deafening silence. I had a lot of
3: fun <laughs> watching reactions of that, of like my followed uh, like video game sites, like Giant Bomb, like watching them react to that. It, it was it was fun. <laughs> John, what did you not like? Wow, that
0: was really I did not like. I, it's hard to say what I didn't like when Square Enix showed nothing. Yeah. I, like, I can't be disappointed if you don't show me anything.
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, you can. There's, you know, uh, there was absolutely no Final Fantasy VII remake, anything, and like, they've had more than enough time to give us more than a quick CGI trailer.
0: We've, I, I personally have been clamoring for single player games, which is why I was so turned on by Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah. Square News comes on, and they, they show nothing of note. I'm like, come on, guys. I want you to I want How you do you to feel about, um, make a splash. Plus the Dragon Quest games. Yeah, I, Maybe I that's I not my franchise. Today. I
3: mean, you know, like, all of them are their own separate story. So, I mean, you can pick up any, any of them.
0: Mm. So, like, I watched, I watched yeah. Manus play the one on PS2, and that was such a grind. I watched Wait. him.
3: I think it was uh, play. Curse King.
0: King, okay, I watched him play a ridiculous number of battles just to grant grind money to buy a sword.
3: <laughs> yeah, no, that's I mean that's, that's 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 like classic turn-based JRPGs. Though. That's just that's what they do. But uh, no, I'm, I'm I'm excited for that one just because I've been watching the Japanese footage. And now it's finally coming to the West. Were you excited for Kingdom Hearts 3? Oh, yeah. I mean, well, that's my favorite game of all time, so I <laughs> can't wait for that. I mean, that finally feels real, you know? Like, that's mm-hmm. for the first time feels real.
1: Didn't they push the date back again?
3: Uh, last I heard it was still January.
1: Oh, okay. Just, I was, was just second.
3: That was the last push I heard of. and I, I, That was the first time they'd ever given it a uh, an actual... Released it, yeah, yeah, okay. A month or like, like just like I think before they said December 2017, so everybody knew that was gonna be pushed back. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, just seeing like every single conference that featured Kingdom Hearts Three showed a new world, and you know, even like the Sony conference was, was the best trailer of the weekend for Kingdom Hearts, I think.
2: Jared, who wins in a fight between Kira and Goku?
1: wins in a fight between who
2: kira and goku
1: kira and goku Uh, i mean go i mean i'm I'm of course gonna go to goku i think I, i think goku would only win if he goes ultra instinct goku goku doesn't goku likes to draw out everyone's power which has been the death of him every single time i mean you know, I mean, Goku can... I mean, he can destroy universes. I think people, people sleep on his power. He can destroy universes, casually.
0: Is he in Jump Force? <laughs> is, is is he in Jump Force? Both Goku
2: yeah. and Kira are in Jump Force. I mean... I, that,
3: that's interesting to me. Like, I'm, I'm pretty
1: excited about that.
3: If it, I wanted to follow, like, the Xenoverse style, though, and I don't know if it will.
1: Yeah, I mean, Goku's gonna be scaled back. I mean, it's not gonna be Super Saiyan God, KO Ken 20, multi, uh, you know, Ultra Instinct. Or otherwise he just wiped them out, but that's fine. Who
0: else do they put in that game? Luffy, Naruto,
1: Frieza. Uh yeah, I mean I think Luffy and Naruto are like she wins. I mean, how many episodes does One Piece have? Like five hundred?
3: It's a lot. Well when they showed Death Note right at the end. That was yeah. the last That was the last uh little.
2: Yeah, that's uh Yeah, that's Kira. Yeah <laughs> that about um Uh, One Punch. One Punch Man.
1: Oh, Saitama. Yeah, yeah, Saitama should make it in. I feel like. Because he did get, uh, he got greenlit for season two. Oh, did it? I'm pretty sure it did. I'm pretty sure I saw that Crunchyroll or something.
2: I want an old costume where he has hair.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I forgot. Um, I just remembered Nintendo did, uh, show one new game, which was Mario Party. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Not excited. It's
2: probably one of the strongest games I saw at that conference or, or uh, at that Nintendo Direct.
3: I've, like the Party last game. Mario Party was high garbage, so I've been waiting for a decent one. Yeah, I think this one
1: will, will get it back on track.
3: It's such a good platform to have that on. I mean, it's it's a I mean it was a given that that was going to be an eventual release, but I don't know. Um, what did y'all think about that other thing? If I guess we can like finish off Square Enix because that's going to take like five minutes. Um, was it that? <laughs> that one weird trailer the quiet man where you know a white guy just beats up a bunch of minorities in a alleyway for seemingly no reason and then they just like cut off and it's like wait what was that
2: <laughs> it's why <laughs> oh, that's that after hours e3 that i must have i was oh, yeah. like, y'all, can't
3: just, y'all can't just do that and then like
0: cut to black and be like wait 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 <laughs> I thought it, was, some, thought it was weird. Some strange social commentary, Tony. I don't know, man.
3: <laughs> That's what happened in the teaser. He's like, you got the guy says, "We don't want any chow, man," and he just beats the crap out of him in the alleyway.
2: This is square, en- this is what Square Enix is peddling in these days. Yeah, it was like one of their last, <laughs> uh, their last little teasers. Jesus, the new Final Fantasy
0: like got dark. Yeah. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, let's uh, let's move on to the to the sizzle questions.
3: Ooh. Well, that was mine.
0: I want a sizzle. <laughs> Give sizzle. us a sizzle, Adam. Give us a sizzle. Oh, you have all the you have all the
1: questions.
0: Them up to y'all to keep the surprise going.
1: Oh uh, well, I mean my surprise was kind of ruined because mine was how do you think how do you feel about Nintendo just going straight straight OG mode and doing whatever the fuck they pleased.
2: I say keep, keep beating at the at the BD own drum.
0: <laughs> you do you, Nintendo. They've so, they've they've always done their own thing. Yeah, and I mean it's worked.
1: Except for Wii U. Yeah,
3: I still have my
1: Wii U. <laughs> do like too. U. Yeah, I a mean, lot of, a lot of other people. Yeah, a lot of other people didn't like it. What's the what's the issue? They didn't Oof. make the games.
3: That's it's simple. They didn't make yeah. the games. Yeah. Well, yeah,
2: but I think the Wii U just didn't have any time to breathe. You know, I, I think they 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 saw poor sales numbers in the beginning and then they immediately pivoted and said, Oh, we need to make something new, quick.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was good tech, definitely. Still good tech. But
2: they but but they, I mean, Props to them for supporting that system with some really great games within that period between the Wii U and the Switch. I mean, mm-hmm. have a half of the Switch's library that's uh, that that's doing really well on the first-party side are all just Wii U ports. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. that's true.
3: And they make Wii games look really good. <laughs> 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 1080 or 720, whatever they're... Does it,
2: up, like. it upscales Wii, original oh, yeah. Wii games? Yeah. Are you serious?
3: I mean, same as like how the original Wii scaled all the GameCube games, so like, yeah, PlayStation
1: Wii- 2 did that too. Oh, wow. my
3: My Wii just serves as a as a GameCube now, and then my Wii U is just I mean, I don't really play much on the Wii, but you know my, yeah. Wii, my Wii U has a couple Zeldas.
2: <laughs> oh wow. I go back back and play
0: Galaxy on my Wii U now.:
3: Yeah, you can do that.
0: Huh. Question, Adam, make a sizzle.
2: Uh why don't you go ahead and ask a question?
0: You want me to pull up you want me pull up your question?
2: Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why don't you go? Do go ahead. Go go ahead and hit hit me hit me with a question. Hit all of us with a question.
0: This is Anne's Sizzle question for this week. Oh no. At E3 2018, classic edition is announced. It can only fit 10 games. What would you like to see on it? Wait, classic Wait.
1: What? Yeah, classic. What? A PS2 classic, like a
0: Super Nintendo Uh-oh. classic. Classic is announced. It can only fit ten games. Which mm. games do you want to see on mm. it?
2: There was a there. There was a there was a catch to that.
0: There's a catch. If it was remastered or ported on a later platform, it cannot be included. Hmm. Dang that's tough fantasy seven off that's the a bat tough one. final fantasy tactics six. off the bat those are two yeah. of my classics two of my favorites those, on those were never ported
1: oh tactics was ported oh, fantasy
0: tactics? Tactics, was, tactics was ported yeah the
3: okay. PSP. okay okay yep. i'm thinking about like my favorites and obviously kingdom hearts but those have been redone yep. so many times and then like I know, I was, you know, got ported. because all jacked. the good
2: stuff got ported
1: yeah, yeah.
3: A, this is I can go look through my cabinet right now and see a bunch. Yeah, of them I'm a, I'm a, p-
1: I'm a pull one out. I want the Armor Core. I want, I want Armor yeah, Core yeah. Four, ported HD remaster with some smooth controls. That'd be, that'd be fantastic. That'd be
2: nice. Two games right off, right off the bat that I'm thinking of: Sky Odyssey. Red.
1: Ooh, yeah.
2: Fantavision.
1: Mhm. mm Mhm.
3: Was uh was Rogue mm-hmm. Galaxy remastered? Mm-hmm. I think that's on PlayStation uh, Plus or PlayStation uh, Store. What I think I think of? I did see it on. That would count as more like an upscale than a remaster, though. But yeah,
0: mm-hmm.
3: I'd like that to be on there.
2: I wouldn't count uh, I'd I'd say upscales probably don't count if it was released later on on like PSN.
1: Yeah. Like I, I would put Dark Cloud on there. Oh yeah, I fuck with Dark Cloud. I think
2: both. I think, both but those I think Dark Cloud Two got remastered on. though.
3: I think they're both on PlayStation Store.
2: Yeah, I think. I think. I, I know think there's
3: some that like I, 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 they are not on PlayStation Store, and I've been waiting for announcement around that. You got the Devil May Cry's, like those are all there. Yeah. There's fun. just
2: so many good games on that system. Like there has to be, there has to be somewhere um, like, have, like, like there was a there was a, a franchise or a series that just came and died with that uh with that console, mm-hmm. like, like Midnight Club, Midnight Club, and Midnight Club Two.
1: Man, Midnight Club <laughs> Two was Midnight Club was it was oh man, Boy. I know one. Burnout was the original Burnout before yeah, they just like Burn- Burnout Three and Burnout Four. Yeah, before they just ran that franchise into the ground. I would have said Okami a year ago. Oh, yeah. That's Damn. insane, though.
3: Oh, Need for Speed Most Wanted. That was a good one. Thug.
1: Yeah, Need, need for Speed Thug. Underground, too. Yeah, Tony Hawk Underground.
3: That. I agree. Thug Tony was one of my favorite it? games on the PlayStation 2, but that would need a full re... Ah, more than a remaster, because that game has aged.
2: Has it, though? When was the last time you played that game?
3: A week ago. <laughs>
2: A I, week ago, no I, I way, not. no I way. <laughs> Shenanigans.
3: That's why I thought it was so weird that you brought it up. I I loaded it up. It was right after I had played Spider Man Two. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Oh man, this isn't good." <laughs>
2: what about Rockstar's Oni?
3: Yeah, yeah. Beyond Good and Evil Two this would be a perfect time to put to put that on.
2: Yes, it would. Hype's real for that one. What about Madden 2002?
1: Uh, I think you mean yeah. I think what? you mean. I think you mean ESPN Football.
2: Oh, what about uh, NHL Hits?
1: <laughs> you lost me there.
2: Are you going
0: through the GameStop bargain bin? What are you doing? No,
2: no. <laughs> have you never played NHL Hits? NHL Hits is Blitz. Only it's hockey. That game was fun. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I want. That I want. Game Godfather. Was,
2: that game was really fun.
3: I want Godfather. Godfather. Yeah. All the Godfather games. And the first one was all right, the way I remember it.
0: <laughs> you should put Manhunt on it, just oh for God. just for historical accuracy. I think, they, I think they
2: remade. I think Manhunt's on the PC though.
3: They technically never brought Dragon Quest VIII to a console. They brought it to 3DS. So, I'd like to see that.
0: But, that... critic. <laughs> My favorite games got ported, man. I'm a sucker.
1: Yep, you're a sucker. I it's, that's I got a
0: t- t- tough question.
1: Yeah. I got
3: a question. What was the cringiest moment out of every presentation this weekend? Hmm. Like when were you just like okay, oof, let's get past this. God, smashes
2: up there.
1: <laughs> yeah, Dang. Like
3: cringe, like cringe, like embarrassed, like you feel embarrassed for. The- I'm mostly talking about, you know, presenters,
1: you know, or or announcements. Yeah, just awkward nerds up there, which oh. is.
3: Or I mean, it could be a one of those uh one of those show numbers, you know, musical numbers. There was a
2: lot of them this weekend. I think the musical numbers. Need to are the best things about E3, and they need to come back every single year <laughs> with awkward faces and dancing pandas and just <laughs> foolish stuff. That's I, is what I E3 thought, is all about.
3: So I thought I thought a lot around Rage too was super awkward. First, like nobody was into that Andrew WK thing like it seemed like the whole audience was just like who's andrew wk and why is he singing about everybody oh. dying oh and with a the heavy <laughs> metal band yeah but then i sort of sort of started to like enjoy it and then the developers came out with the you know one you know the seven foot tall guy and the four foot tall guy and they were just <laughs> super cringy
2: <laughs> what about uh what about in, the, in electronic arts when they <laughs> when when they they, um the host is like talking to the guy in the audience announcing the new star wars game that's in development and he just he he just has this look on his face like he does not want to be on camera
3: oh yeah (laughs) Yeah, i I totally forgot about that it's like the third time this
2: week and uh and and then also the uh the the lead game designer for battlefront 2 just going up on stage just (laughs) completely completely Mm -hmm. defeated you
3: can't yeah first of all you can't announce something with like nothing behind you they were just like yep this is what's happening um please believe us and there's like nothing on the screen there's no music (laughs) it's up there just quiet
2: we all know battlefront 2 sucked and i really apologize for that and (laughs) try to make it better
3: i promise you can't make it at the
2: the same time just please don't kill me
3: (laughs) there's no better version of that God damn.
0: Get, get on your knees, give the audience a big old kowtow, and just ask for forgiveness.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: That's what happened.
3: What was with what the freaking tone around uh, Division 2 was so just serious. And like, I get that it's a game about the fall of. You know, civil like sort of like the early fall of civilization and government, but they're like really trying to convey that. I, I don't know. It seemed like they were trying to funnel a weak political message in there.
2: Yeah, I think I didn't really get that. I, it looked like they put. I mean, they put together a pretty interesting setting.
3: Yeah. No, I mean, I, I'm I'm fairly excited for that game. I don't trust it yet, but I'm excited for. it.
2: I'd be worried about the the end game of it i think that was the issues that they had with the original division is you know you reach the end game and then you're you're asking the players to continue investing their their time into this game but there's nothing you know you get yeah. to the end of your journey and then there's just nothing there i just
3: get flashbacks of uh of bungie with like oh destiny 2 we we know we don't want to encounter those same problems and like they just did the same thing so like Ubisoft telling me they don't want to encounter the same problems with Divi- that Division 1 had doesn't really
2: make oh, me feel great. You know, you know what felt real cringy as well? The whole presentation for Anthem.
3: Okay, so that was like the first thing. That was like, that kicked off the entire, that was EA. So that kicked off like the whole show. What did they say during the, I wrote a freaking article on this and I don't remember what they said now.
2: That's how memorable it was.
0: was <laughs> <laughs> about it. about it.
3: I think it's because it was, they didn't know what they were tr- like. They kept saying the same thing over and over and over again, and it didn't really sound like even they knew what they were going to do.
2: They were trying so hard to pivot themselves away from Destiny. Yeah, and wreck that, is, yeah. that game. That For game sure. is that game is doomed to just be destiny and they need to they really need to work hard to distance themselves from destiny and say, we're not making the same game. We're making something different and we Mm -hmm. need to make the case how we are completely different from destiny. And I did not see that. Which that Anthem trailer should
3: be Bioware is supposed to be what they're trying to say they are right now. And like, I would believe that had they not, faux pod all over friggin' um, Mass Effects Andromeda, and you know the struggles that Bioware's been dealing with lately. It's like, and, and then also, how do you even make a Mass Effect? Player? like, it, it sounds way too ambitious.
2: Yeah, it's
3: yeah, a pivot. It's...
0: But man, because Th- there's time sorry go ahead john uh i'll just say that there is time to pivot from they turned the disaster that was final fantasy 14 around within like two years oh yeah absolutely time to pivot anthem which they should probably take the hint and do but it's a a shame
2: because they put there's you can see that there's so much talent and resources that went into anthem and i just i think the the whole uh, target audience that they're going for for that game is just so fatigued with Destiny 2. Oh, of course. That they yes. I mean, they're coming they, out, like, they're, they're just coming out two years too late.
3: Mm-hmm. And what really pulled me in about that game at first, which pulled in almost everybody, was just the insane visuals that no one was quite certain were even true. You know, were they pre-rendered, or was that actually what gameplay was going to look like? And everybody was kind of speculative that it was just going to be pre-rendered. And... I came in this year thinking like, oh man, I really want to see some of that gameplay. And I did, but then I proceeded to see gameplay that matched, if not exceeded that through games like last of us two and, um, and ghost of Tsushima and then Spider-Man, like all of those games were pretty much up to the same bar that Anthem was last year. And they're actually pretty much, they're, they're much more substantial games.
0: Yeah, that that puts Bioware in a tough spot. Yeah, yeah, because exactly. I mean, it's
2: it's really like they're they're all in on Anthem, and if it doesn't if it doesn't perform well, it's like, well, what you got? What you got next? You know, and after Anthem, what are they going to be four or five years out from a next from a next big game?
3: Yeah. Oh, my God. I just realized what you were referring to exactly. It was when the lady went in t- uh, into and talked to uh, Vince Impella Pella in the crowd. Yes. When he was, oh, my God. I, t- <laughs> I was thinking of the guys on stage, and now I'm just like, no. It was when he was sitting in the crowd, and he's like, can <laughs> you stop talking? Yeah, I mean,
2: he's like, please, why are you speaking to me right now?
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that
0: was bad. Yeah, that's the worst. <laughs> that was the worst. Well, my show notes go out the day before. <laughs> a you little know. bit of planning. Yeah. No, yeah. for yeah. Well, yeah, so many of them are like reading off of
3: prompters because they can't handle memorizing speeches or going off the cuff and then they they just do they're like, Oh, I'm gonna go talk to this guy that's been a giant nerd his whole life and probably doesn't know what to say to me. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah, you know, all that is- all, all, all that said about E3. Go ahead, I think uh I think Xbox, Sony, Ubisoft, Bethesda, they all hit they all did exactly what they needed to do for E three. The ones that, that I think really fell flat and that really disappointed and missed the mark. EA Nintendo yeah. I didn't watch the Square Enix one but but from what you're saying it, it doesn't sound like they showed anything and that they just farmed out all of their footage that they were going to show to all of the other conferences
3: it was very similar to a nintendo direct honestly and but with like but just telling us stuff we already knew
2: yeah yeah but i i I, think i think the whole ea conference just kind of fell almost fell on like deaf ears where you know because it was a lot of them crawfishing and coming back to say like hey you know We're really sorry about some of the, some of the actions that we took last year and some of the things that, that, that came about after, uh, Battlefront and, uh, uh, Shadows of Mordor and things like that. And we're real sorry and we're going to change, but I did not feel like they were talking to a gaming audience with that presentation. I think that was an audience that was a presentation for, for investors kind of going back to what you're saying, like, like, is E3 for, for gamers? And, you know, I don't think E3 was ever for gamers uh, until very recently, but I think especially that e- that EA conference was to stoke investor confidence. Yeah.
3: I mean, in that light, I think that that's Xbox or Microsoft's Xbox actually really surprised me with the way they handled all that. I think they did a great job PR-wise of just getting the message across that they're not fucking around anymore and they realize that people are like "What? why should I buy an Xbox? And I'm still not going to buy an Xbox because I have a computer, but they made a much stronger case for themselves even though a lot of those games were are available on other systems you know they're buying they're buying indie studios they're they're making the push to broaden their portfolio and, and that's a push for, for and you know people who want higher end gaming on a console
2: and that's exactly what they needed to do and they oh, yeah. i think they nailed it because that is the reason why you know that that's the argument you know you you, you want to buy games for, you want to buy a console for exclusives. And when you look at Xbox, that was a big criticism. It's like, Hey man, it's like, bro, where's all of your exclusives? Like Nintendo's got Mario, they got Zelda, they got, uh, uh, Mario and Rabbids. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and, and there was a strong case to be made and that's why everybody bought a switch. But you look at, you know, you just have this, uh, this horse race between place, uh, PlayStation and Xbox and everyone was kind of going the PlayStation route and, and Xbox really needed, to do something with making the argument to say, Hey, buy our system. Like, yeah, you got the most powerful system, but what software do you have on it? Like who cares if there's nothing good to play on it? So they come into this E3 and right off the bat, they said, between now and the end of this conference, you're going to see 50 exclusives. And they just went one after the next, after the next, which is, and they, and I think they absolutely did make the case with all of the, just the, the sheer number of exclusives that they showed was what they needed to do,
3: and I think they're finally realizing I, that. I, I really you like
0: know. that you're bringing in all the all the indie games because you're right. They they did names, but a lot of them, uh, like the Halos and all that, but they were all a lot of them were indie games that that do pull interest. Like yeah. Unravel Two caught my eye immediately. Cuphead, Cuphead Two. Cuphead 2. I yeah. can't even remember, but there was another two I was excited about.
3: Well, Cuphead's, <laughs> Cuphead's actually the uh, DLC pretty much, but... Um, it, it was the... Is Ori?
2: Oh, yeah.
3: Ori that 2. That new Ori game. Which looks absolutely incredible. It's stunning. Like, I, I want that game. <laughs> They're making a case for people like me, who who buy Xbox exclusives from the Xbox app on Windows, and that's a good thing. Like they, they still have a market there. When most computer gamers go to Steam, you know, mm. they have to pull people to go to their Xbox, and I think they're doing that. Yeah,
0: they're showing flexibility. Yeah, yeah. The, the the you know I could buy just a couple more hundred dollars if I really wanted to and have all that extra added functionality, but. I like Steam games. I like little bite-sized games that I could play that are fulfilling that you know have a goal and a vision and are a complete package. Right. Xbox all these indie games they're they're, they're showing flexibility. Just like well, Nintendo I mean, is owning
3: the creators of them now, which is a huge step in the right direction. You know, if you want
2: if you want a small game with vision and direction, let me tell you about Dragon Ball Legends on Android. <laughs> <laughs>
3: We already talked about the phone games. It's terrifying.
0: No, this Saturated is only market Tony. Right, we gotta get we gotta get listeners in on this. Is that a wrap. So, uh, before
2: we before we go, I got a couple more games at PlayStation uh, PlayStation Two exclusives only. Real quick, real quick. Okay, let me know what you think. Simpsons Hit and Run. Oh, that's a good Let's one. See. Put it on. Put it on the classic edition. Super Super Monkey Ball Deluxe. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> nah, I like Super Monkey Ball. We're, we're... Super No, Balls. yeah, I get down Super Monkey Ball. We yeah. We We hit on that in Slack today. Actually, I don't think. There you go. Amazon, but yeah, it's a relic. it's it's a good one. But
0: that's too. Rumble round two.
1: Meh. Yeah. Uh.
0: What about I'll Def think. Jam? Five for New York.
1: Oh, yeah, I would love a Def Jam if it, it has to be All spread out. No SoundCloud rappers. Only, Legend, Legends only. Like, I don't want I don't want any SoundCloud. I mean, Chance could rapper, be in there. He's
2: mm, That got remade. <laughs> I don't know. Oh.
1: Poorly. <laughs> mm,
2: otherwise, so I would say hell cat. yeah, for rapper or Rappa. Katamari? Did that get remade?
3: Mm, oh. That got remade, it, uh, like, uh,
2: got got remade too.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, uh, ooh, Dragon I guess Ball they're not gonna make
3: 3, a PlayStation
2: no, 3 classic.
1: Yeah, Budokai Three would be good. Yeah. I like Budokai. But
2: they uh, they remade Budokai though.
1: Oh, damn. Yeah. That, but
3: that was a. I thought it was a Tenkaichi.
1: sequel, Tenkaichi. I thought that was a sequel. I didn't play yeah, well, it, but
3: no. it, was, it was. It was Ultimate Tenkaichi something like that. No, I they have I a they
2: have they a, Budokai a Budokai collection on PS3 where it's uh, oh, one, two, and three, and the two Tenkaichis. Don't uh. 3 anymore? Yeah. Damn. That's all I got. I don't oh, even know get... if that's 10, but... Thanks Close. for reliving all the PS2 games that are have forgotten that we need to play. Yeah. Um, it's a great system.
0: I'm gonna get Simpsons Hit and Run again. I should get that again. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's a good one.
2: Full Spectrum uh, Warrior. Oh, I got remade,
0: too. Try. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going through a list. We gotta milk that cow, Adam. We gotta milk, <laughs> <till I'm> <laughs> we gotta milk that thing. Alright, I'm over it. Well, I think thanks, that covers cast it. And crew. Hey, no problem. Thanks, all the listeners. Follow us time. up.
3: Yeah, thanks, guys.
0: All right, we have a Twitter to get more stacks.